It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Ban Rolon, America's leading roll-on antiperspirant. Wonderful idea, Bob. Just wonderful. When you start out like that, right away I know there's something that I'm not going to like about it. Why don't we ask Maynard for dinner? Maynard Blake. Why? I mean, what's so wonderful about that? Be nice for him. He lives alone. It must be so lonesome since his wife died cooking his own meals. I bet he'd appreciate a home-cooked meal. What are you trying to do? Get Aunt Maggie married to Maynard? No. Who said anything? Who said anything about anybody getting married? Did I even mention the word marriage? No, Did I? Did you didn't I have to. Ah, uh, why are women such matchmakers? Why are men so suspicious? It'll certainly look very suspicious to men, and I can tell you that. Just ask him to dinner? We've never asked him before. He was up here this summer for a couple of cookouts. We had several other people, too, friends and neighbors. He knew everybody. So? So now we suddenly ask him up to dinner to meet Aunt Maggie about his same age, and I know you, you'll use the good dishes and the good silver, and we'll eat by candlelight... And he's not going to get suspicious? Well, the whole idea is ridiculous. I don't see anything ridiculous about being invited for dinner. I see no reason at all why he should be suspicious, as you put it. Because every man at any age, single or widower, is on his guard the minute he's paired off with a single woman of any age. Uh, where's the back section of the paper? I've looked everywhere. I think Aunt Maggie took it. She's copying uh, a recipe from it out in the kitchen. Uh, it's got the sports section. Well, never mind it now. I asked what you thought about asking Maynard for dinner. And I told you what I thought, which doesn't make any difference, because you're determined to ask him anyhow. <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> that's true, yeah, that's true. But I think it would please Aunt Maggie having dinner with a man. Two men. Who's the other one? Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Just the four of us having a quiet, pleasant dinner, just a lovely, simple, quiet evening. It certainly won't be a quiet evening. Aunt Maggie will talk his ear off. In fact, it might not be a bad idea if you dropped a hint. Dropped a hint about what? To Aunt Maggie, not to talk quite so much. Oh, I can't say that, too. It hurt her feelings. Well, I'm telling you, men don't like women who chatter and chatter endlessly the way Aunt Maggie goes on. Men will wish he'd stayed home eating a fried egg by himself. Well, all right, I'll try to say something tactfully. Though I don't know how you tell anyone to shut up tactfully. Oh, I don't know. Do what you can. Now, don't act like that, because if it's going to be a nice evening, you've got to put your best foot forward, too. You've got to be charming and delightful, tell some funny things. The way you do at parties, when all the women tell me how killingly funny you are. Yeah, you know? just a minute. Huh. Why are you making such a production out of asking Maynard Blake to dinner? I mean, why are we supposed to show off? Who said show off? I did. You really want to make a match between Aunt Maggie and Maynard, don't you? Oh, what did I say now? Oh, I, I know, know you. That. You want Maynard to find us all so charming that it'd be wonderful to marry into the family. Huh? Huh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, Peg, I read you like a book. No. All right, go ahead and invite him. I'll be a gracious, witty, charming host. No. Okay? No. Settled. All right. So I can do the crossword puzzle in peace? Ah, uh, let's see now. Uh, crossword puzzle, page 14. Actually, I want it all to be very informal, and I thought, dear... Well, hand me that you... pencil off the desk, please. Yeah. Uh, listen, I want you to ask Maynard. Me? Yeah. 
I want you Why? to... Why? Well, Just give him a call. No, no, I think that sounds too planned. I think it's better if you drive down to the village store. I need some extra milk anyhow. Aunt Maggie used it up making the cake and the banana bread, and goodness knows what else today. I'm thought. going to weigh 500 pounds if she doesn't stop making all these... Well, never mind that now. Drive down to the village, and when you go past Maynard's, just stop and say, oh, you know, be very casual. Well, how, uh, how, how is that casual? I never stop and barge into his house. He's outside raking leaves. Oh, how do you know? I just returned Elaine's angel food cake tin. She needed it to make a cake for the church supper. And I saw him just now, and I stopped for a second. I didn't get out of the car. I just made some comment on the foliage this year. You know how pretty everything Well, why was, didn't I... you ask him for dinner then? When you stop, he will have known we were thinking about him since I had just said hello. And the inference is that when I came home, I suggested asking him for dinner tomorrow, which actually is just what has happened. You know, it's all very simple. Oh, boy, the way you women plot and plan. I might just well go, but don't do my crossword puzzle while I'm gone. I won't. Now, don't mention to Maynard that Aunt Maggie's here. I mean, you know, that's sometimes that... Here's men off, you know, just... just I'm going to say, hello, Maynard, come on up for dinner tomorrow. My Aunt Maggie is here, and Peg wants you to marry her. You know, you'd do that, too. You Stop both, worrying, really. will you? Please. Well, to tell you the truth, I'm on your side. No, good. Every time I want to read the newspaper, Aunt Maggie has it. Oh. Let's get her married. Okay, really, how much milk do you want from the store? Ah, uh, half a gallon. Well, I got the recipe co- copied out of the paper. It's for a molded salad that sounds just heavenly. Oh, you're going to the store? Get yes. two packages of lime gelatin, a pint of heavy cream. Heavy cream? Look, and I Maggie, need it for I the can. molded salad. It's the topping. I want to try it out. Oh, the crossword puzzle. I love them. Yeah, but... Uh, Go to the that's... store, dear, and, and ask Maynard for dinner. I'll do more than ask him. I'll beg him. What's a river in Brazil? Five letters Amazon doesn't fit. Ah, uh, Zingu. What? X-I-N-G-U. Listen, Aunt Maggie, Bob sort of likes doing the crossword puzzle. Mm, I don't blame him. My, I certainly do, too. Well, could you put it down for a minute? I want to talk to you about something. Uh, you go ahead and talk to her. I can hear you. Well, I don't know if you'll come or not, but Bob and I thought we'd ask Maynard Blake down the road here, that little red house. We thought we'd ask him for dinner, mm. maybe tomorrow. Well, fine. My goodness, it's your home. Well, well, we thought it'd be nice for him. His wife died about a year ago, and he lives alone, gets his own meals. Well, he'll certainly appreciate a good home-cooked meal. I think so. I thought maybe we'd better plan the menu. Mm. Yes, now let's see. I'm sure you'll like him. Maynard is very oh, pleasant. Oh, you don't need to worry about me, dear. I get along with just about everybody. I've never found anybody yet I couldn't talk to. Well, yeah, that's sort of the point. I, I don't, hmm? uh, I don't know him too well by myself, but I think hmm. he's rather shy. Well, well, he's quiet. You oh, know, he certainly and I, doesn't need to be shy with me. Well, <laughs> don't you worry. I can always keep the conversation going. <laughs> that's yes. what Father always said about me. You can always depend on Maggie. He said uh, she manages to keep things lively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I thought I'd drive into town in the morning and get my hair done. Shall I make an appointment for you too? Oh no, dear. I always do my own. Just wash it and pin it up. Why didn't you get your hair done, you know? <laughs> Go with me. Maybe have it cut and restyled. Mm, well, I'll think about it. What's more important right now is to plan what we'll have for dinner if that man is coming. I think I'll go upstairs and get my recipe book and look through it. Well, since Maynard gets his own meals, I'm sure anything we have well, will be fine. Well, don't worry about entertaining him. I brought some of my scrapbooks with me, and I haven't even shown you yet. 
had the loveliest trip to Glacier Park last year. Just took all sorts of pictures. I went with my cousin Maud, and my goodness, we had more funny things happen to us. Maud got somebody else's suitcase by mistake. Well, she got her own back later on, but my goodness, we laughed and laughed and laughed uh, about that. Uh, oh, you're back. They didn't have any heavy cream at the store. Well, I can get some in the morning at Raymond's Market. I'll go upstairs and get my recipe book. Oh, is this man coming to dinner? Uh, yes. Uh, not tomorrow, but the next day is fine. Well, I'll get my recipe book so we can plan the menu. I don't know who we thought we were kidding by this casual invitation I was supposed to make while he was raking leaves. Why? I stopped the car, got out, chatted a few minutes about nothing, and then said, you mentioned that if I just happened to see him, would he like to come for dinner? Yeah, what did he say? Well, he kind of smiled, and he said, I hear you've got your aunt visiting you. And I said, oh, casually, uh, yes, yes, uh-huh. Well, it's a small village. I guess he was bound to know she was here. Okay, but just don't think he is on to your matchmaking plans. I am not matchmaking, and any off I were, I can assure you it won't work out. Aunt Maggie is already planning to show him her travel pictures from Glacier Park and all about the terribly funny things that happened with her cousin Maud, such as getting the wrong suitcase, and they laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> well, I don't know. this was all your idea, kid, and now you're stuck with it. I guess so. Maynard comes for dinner day after tomorrow. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, What's that? Who's been doing my crossword puzzle? Oh, Aunt Maggie just started. Now, don't fuss so over little things. Honey, what do you think about persuading Aunt Maggie to cut her hair and get it, you know, maybe restyled? Sweetheart, sweetheart, yeah. don't ask. Even with short hair, Aunt Maggie is going to be Aunt Maggie. You can't change a person's personality. No, but you'd be surprised what a new hairstyle does for a woman. Yes. You know, if I can persuade her, I think you're going to be very surprised when you get home from the office tomorrow. It makes all the difference. Aunt Maggie! I'll be happy if you just persuade her not to do my crosswords. I... Oh, these are all wrong. And no eraser. Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same? Well, ban roll-on antiperspirant may just change your mind. Take effectiveness, for instance. Tests have shown that ban roll-on antiperspirant will actually help stop wetness better than most leading sprays. Make your own test soon. Pick up a bottle of ban roll-on. And you may discover what we've shown in tests. Ban roll-on antiperspirant. Proof that not all antiperspirants are created equal. Hi, I'm trimming my little girl's hair. Mine was the same beautiful chestnut color once, before the grays started sneaking in. But I discovered Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It covered my grays without changing my natural color. And it has no peroxide. Loving Care made my hair shinier and softer, too. Our hair looks almost alike now, <laughs> except mine has no bubble gum in it. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. The Little Things in Life with Peg Lynch and Bob Dryden with Margaret Hamilton as Aunt Maggie was written by Peg Lynch, directed by Warren Somerville, produced by Dick Cox and Peg Lynch, and has been brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. I'm Charles Woods. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.